0: So, welcome, guys. I know you hear the silence in the background. It's kind of awkward. We used to having this boogie-ass music in the background because we have the lovely DJ Avo right there. We're trying a new approach right here. We have the lovely Dynasty Bro Vic right here. Whatever you know him as. He has a couple different handles, (laughs) to be honest. And I am Dynasty Bro Dot. In my sophisticated voice, I came here to bring you the premiere of our intro track man this motherfucking fire man i don't really know what the title is called but we gonna call it we the bros we gonna let it ride and we can we can talk about it afterwards so avo in the words of ap man spin that shit bro and turn me up a little bit too We the pros, number one fantasy show. We don't talk too fast, we just finding out that y'all listen slow. Green light, we don't go. When the shit is all we know, if you ain't trying to be a champion, then what you plan for? Who he is, we the pros, number one fantasy show. We don't talk too fast, we just finding out that y'all listen slow. Green light, we don't go. When the shit is all we know, if you ain't trying to be a champion, then what you plan for? y'all trash i heard you needing some help if yeah. podcasting was a league i'd be drafting myself number let one. me show you how to win and you'll be passing the wealth listening to them other lames that shit bad for your health i'm the 101 and i'm 101 making haters sick to their stomach need a ton of time i am getting wild been doing this for a while i hope you dominate your league dynasty bro style nigga we the bro who he is we the bros number one fantasy show we don't talk too fast we just finding out that y'all listen slow green light we don't Go. When the shit is all we know if you ain't trying to be a champion, then what you playing for? Who
1: we is? We the bros. Number one fantasy show. We don't talk too fast, we just finding out that y'all listen slow. Green light, we don't go. When the shit is all we know if you ain't trying to be a champion, then
0: what you playing
2: for? It's the bros and we ready to play. Balance on the attack, That has been a long day. Late QB, that's my MO. Wide receivers, that's my MO. Don't forget. And I'm all, all about, about targets, targets. caught him slipping, RPO, another win, regardless, Facts. man, y'all so soft, swear we the hardest, Facts. fourth and goal, I'ma go, Punching in, that's for sure, catch my breath, check the scope, another trophy for the bros. Who we
0: is, we the bros, number one fantasy show, we don't talk too so fast, we just finding out that y'all listen slow, green light, we, we don't, don't go, go. winning shit is all we know, if you ain't trying to be a champion, then what you playing for? Who we is, we, we the, the bros. bros, number one fantasy show, we don't talk too so fast, we just finding out that y'all listen slow. Green light, we don't go. When the shit is all we know, if you ain't trying to be a champion, then what you plan for? And that's that. What you plan for?
1: new today helping you dominate your league, Dynasty It's the only one way to do it. it's the only way to go. Because we the bros.
0: Dynasty bros. Bitch. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So look. <clears throat> We did that track in a day. Everybody got their parts done in a day, recorded it in a day, did it in the stoop. So shout out to Ozzy, producer of the track, engineer of the track. Everybody wrote their own shit. Everybody performed their own shit. We are more than just analysts, baby. We are artists. We we create art. You feel me? So uh shout out to everybody for playing their part. DJ Avo, you knew we was gonna let you talk. We knew you was gonna let you say the B word at hey, the hey, dude, end. You know how thing, this was man. gonna you go. Know. So uh nah man, all right. A sidebar Vic what's your favorite bar out your verse
2: Man That's uh I don't know Probably I got two man You know how Alright <laughs> give me your I give, I give me
0: your two one. Give me your two favorite bars
2: The uh I forgot my damn Verse Now they like You didn't write it Yeah I did write my Not shit Now he a real like, rapper He forgot nah, but uh, <laughs> I know man Definitely the last four bars The fourth and go I'ma go Cause yeah. like The whole instrumental itself, it just sounded like, let's say some hard knocks type vibes, like seasons on the line type shit. So fourth and go, you know, you put in all this work, you gotta go for it. Don't be like the uh, Broncos and kick a field goal. I know, set set the tone right. Yeah, man, set the tone, man. And Vic, what I
0: I did was I I set a platter of beats and was like, hey, Vic, pick between these. And he gave me the same speech on why this was the perfect beat. Like, bro, it's a tempo setter. So every time the pod start, that's where we at with it. So motherfuckers know we going for it on fourth and five. You know what I'm saying? Let's and and go. What we do. Fourth and
2: five. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you see me on Madden, bro. Fourth and 10. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fuck these niggas. <laughs> all right. All right. So, hey, yeah, that was it. So let's start all the way over like we usually do. Avo, do some DJ shit, start the beat over, and then we're going we gonna to come back into the podcast. Let's go. Yeah. What's good, Brodies and Bay. This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast, episode 128. This is where you come for your fantasy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co-bro.
2: You got Dynasty Bro Vic here with our DJ.
1: Come on, man. I'm DJ Ava. What's good?
0: And Gangsters Don't Dance, man. We boogie. We getting into another episode, man. We week one in the books, bro. Nobody panic in advance. Nobody panic. It's okay. We're still figuring this out. I'm panicking. <laughs> it just got real I didn't, I'm panicking I didn't even know what to say just It so got real know. real quick I'm on panic mode. Well by <laughs> the end of this episode We're going to convince Ava not to panic Because it's week one And what we came to do is While we're in the The, the energies in the air People panicking People bailing already We chose to do a slapper cap episode Man then and uh, we'll explain it going into the main segment, what that means. But just know the Slapper Cap, knowing that right now for some of these players, is important going forward into your season and the future of these years. So we're going to do that. We finally get to do some B-team players of the week now that we're in the season. Flag on the plays. But the one consistent no matter what part of the season we is, Hood TMZ with Dynasty Fix. So we're going to get into what's the word, man. You ready, bro? This, this is the first What's the word after week one, bro? So bring the news, bro. I know I got to be on
2: my shit, man. Make sure I'm not fumbling. So uh, let's jump right into it, man. What's the word? Shout out to Bleach Report Gridiron, Lamar Jackson. So, you know, we've been following his contract situation. Yes, sir. Apparently, he turned down a six year, 290 million contract with roughly 160 to 180 million guaranteed. This is per per Mort Report and Deanna uh, at ESPN. When asked if he's gonna wait out the whole season, he replied, we'll see. But at the end of the day, this man turning down a lot of money, man. What do you think that's about?
0: Bro, I'm not turning down 50 to 70 million dollars less guaranteed money than what Deshaun just got, bro. And he got all that shit going on. You talking to a for- <coughs> Excuse me. A former MVP, a guy who does everything for his team, bro. He literally makes his team come. Not saying he has a bunch of no names around him, but the guys that he done. Went this far into the to the trenches with everybody can't take those teams to where he takes them. So he's literally everything for that team. And the way he plays it's a liability to his career sometimes the way he runs. So he has to get his money because anything can happen. I know that means people be like, Well, he needs to sign in for that case. Nah, he still deserves everything that he's supposed to get because those are bars set. Once Deshaun signed that. Those That's the next, the next quarterback's supposed to get here. So, I don't like the way they playing on that man's name, bro.
2: Man, and on top of that, Lamar just passed 10,000 career passing yards. So, he's doing his thing. Mind you, just now stepping into year five, already passing 10,000 passing yards. All right. So, uh, of course, we'll continue to, you know, watch this uh, contract stuff play out and see how the summer goes. Let's keep it pushing, man. Le'Veon Bell, he got knocked out by Adrian Peterson in the fifth round. So. Adrian
0: Peterson got knocked out by Le'Veon.
2: No, yeah, Come yeah, you're right. My bad. On Le'Veon on Bell knocked out Adrian man. Peterson. My God said, round. I know, man. I can't be ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm on my shit. Mid-season form. I am forgetting to set lineups. Like Taking naps. Yeah, I'm in mid form, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, all that. But yeah, man, Adrian Peterson got knocked out, man, by Le'Veon Bell. Man, he's
0: like 10 years younger than yeah. Le'Veon, though, man. He
2: is. He's He's, he's older. Adrian's ten years older I know.
0: Older. Damn, bro. Okay, we both had a fuck up. <laughs> and now we just got to wait for Avo's fuck up, so then we Come can on, bring man. it all together as one. soon.
2: <laughs> but either way, man, I'm not really a fan of these players boxing because it's it just seems real random. Like, all y'all boxers now? It just seems random. <laughs> yeah, bro. Shout out to them. I, I guess. don't
1: mind it. I don't like seeing them get knocked out. I'm like, dang, that sucks. Because y'all supposed to be the best athletes <laughs> on the world. <laughs> Y'all sitting there getting knocked out, catching the right hook.
0: Yeah, bro. Bro, you
1: shouldn't have dropped your left. That's really what happened. I
0: mean, he got knocked out by one of the greatest athletes in the world that's 10 years younger than him,
1: though. I mean, that's true. That's true. That's true. I just don't like seeing my guys get
0: knocked out. All right, let's keep it pushing, man. I am AP. We even share the same initial. That's all
2: I keep thinking. (laughs) Keep it pushing, man. All right, look. So if you guys saw the uh, Thursday night game with Buffalo and the LA Rams, yeah. Isaiah McKenzie, he uh, hit the
0: end zone. I seen, bro. I seen it. That. that was fire. I didn't even
2: realize what he did in the moment, but looking back, he actually did a gender reveal for his sister, and fine. he just revealed, you know, it's a, it's a boy. So, yeah, just the simple fact that he scored.
0: How how how, how would this have went if he didn't score? Didn't
1: score? Yeah, they hey, almost had to force the issue, they had, right? They had everything else ready, I assume.
2: You know what? <laughs> if they didn't, if he didn't score, I'd imagine at some point they would have went for a two. And try to force to McKenzie.
1: That's the only other way, right?
2: A yes. two-point
0: conversion. That was a lot riding on that touchdown, though, but when, man. But when
1: somebody else score? he going to run up to the camera.
0: What if it was the Jameson <laughs> Crowder
2: show? <laughs> yeah. It, but guess what he said in the tweet? He's like, I guess we'll never know. Because somebody was like, what happened if he didn't score? And press just, conference. Yeah, he's like, I guess we'll never know. Yeah, that's Post, true.
0: Post-game press conference. It would have been so less as cool. Yeah. <laughs> but shout out to him for scoring and doing that though. Yeah,
2: that's fire. That's fire. All right, man, a couple more things, and we're out of here. So, uh, shout out to Lakers Canes 305. So, pretty much, he basically just posted a photo coming off the Dolphins and Pats game. Somebody left a grill in the parking lot on, and basically it caught a couple cars on fire. So, the tailgate (laughs) got out of hand, and people (laughs) came back to a couple of their cars fucked up.
0: Damn yeah. bro we tailgate in a couple weeks we gotta that's that's we gotta crazy. watch our whips bro gotta show the camera. this nigga gotta fit. show the him camera. and this shoulder <laughs> hey, you can actually see it now yeah actually see
1: I see us
0: we improving bro
2: yeah yeah a couple more things man all right we're going to Nebraska football so interim uh blackhead coach Mickey Joseph so he's the first blackhead coach in Nebraska history this is all sports so not just football all sports so I know a couple times we talked about Dakotas. the last Dakotas this is like I don't want to say Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but Dakotas has a new coach, <laughs> and his name is Mickey Joseph. So, uh, Nebraska just took an L to somebody. I forgot who played him, but pretty much was it Georgia Southern? I think it was Georgia.
0: Dakotas Crawford.
2: Yeah, Dakotas Crawford. But Nebraska just played somebody, and they took an L. So, I, I think that's why their coach got fired. And Notre Dame take an L 2 to Marshall. They I got know. that bag too. Hey,
0: shout out, shout out to our bro Cam, man. I know he's happy.
1: That coach got fired for being 16 and like 31. I think <laughs> they just lost to like. But I know they just took a recent loss, but he got fired for just being an overall loser.
0: Hey, how you com- <laughs> how you compete with Ohio State down to the to the the final time of the clock and then go lose to Marshall?
2: Shout out to Jason Williams and Randy Moss. Shout out to Marshall. And. Uh, Byron Leftwich. Byron with yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Doing our shit. Left it all on the field, bro. All
2: right. One last thing. Um, so, of course, we're coming off uh, 9-11, and I want to uh, acknowledge this post. So, this is from baseball Quotes one on Twitter. Firefighter Michael Camerata lost his life at the age of 22 in the September 11th attacks. In 91, he played right field for the Staten Island team that made it to Williamsport. So, his number 11 is the only number retired by the Little League World Series. So... Um, You know, rest in peace. Definitely wanted to honor him and also all the victims um, who lost their lives during 9 11. And also, much respect, prayers and thoughts with the families and friends um, who are still, you know, dealing with trauma from that. So, yeah, man. Um, When you guys see the number 11 on the Little League field, only uh, Little League player to have his number retired. So, all right, let's keep it pushing. Let's get into uh, some injuries, man. Dak Prescott. So, of course, uh, Sunday night, you know, we saw the injury. He's making a pass. and I know, man. Usually you see QB's hands hit somebody's helmet, but this time he literally just hit another player. But that just goes to show the type of force and velocity they got on them throws. Yeah, bro. Free to fuck your hand up.
0: They swinging the shit out their arms, bro. Yeah,
2: gunslingers, man. So, uh, originally, they were looking at, you know, six to eight weeks. And I understand it's about three to four weeks, but um, he won't go on IR. So, that. what are your, what are your thoughts on that, man?
0: Uh they looked like shit while he was out there playing
2: and healthy. True.
0: Um, I feel bad for them without Dak. And even when he comes back, man, this might just be one of those seasons we might just have to chuck up as a L for everybody. The weapons and and just just take it as buy-lows for everybody, man. If you want your C D in the next three to four weeks, this might be the cheapest you might be able to get some CD lamb or You know, if if you're trying to make a push, maybe at the end of the season, go, you know, everybody always thought Zeke was done anyway, man, go send a mid-second or something for Zeke, and then maybe the back end of the season, you get a couple of good games or something. But besides that, man, this might just be a a sucky season for the Cowboys.
2: And at least from what I saw watching the game, they definitely need a strong number two out there. You know, CD and Schultz, they're not going to get it done by themselves. They need Michael Gallup. Yeah,
0: he'll be back, but I don't know if that means anything without that o-line man and
2: they need tyron bro all right so yeah um we'll monitor that and i think uh, they have a bye week week five or after week five but either way they may even just target that so he's not going on ir and then let's uh, keep it pushing mac jones he's dealing with back spasms but he's uh, he does have a chance to play week two so just something to monitor and then jumping into the running backs elijah mitchell man his knee so he's uh, placed on ir Suffered an M C L sprain, he's gonna have surgery. That's gonna put him out two months, so that's eight weeks. Um Oh, actually he's he's uh, avoiding surgery, it looks like. So they're just gonna rest. So I got that incorrect. But it looks like he's not gonna have surgery. S- See, a situation like that, man, it seems like they're not really addressing the problem, right? So it's just gonna come back and
0: re aggravate or what? I hate that I hate that shit, man, but they just seem like I don't they borderline feel like they just gonna stay next man up. They don't really care, like Somebody get banged up, oh, well, we got four other backs that we in love with. I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it sucks to watch sometimes.
2: Yeah, they, they. I mean, you know, I'm not a doctor, but to me, it makes sense just to have the surgery, address, address the issue.
0: Bro, if you was a doctor, that'd be fire. <laughs> that what? That'd be fire. <laughs> I mean, I know you're not a doctor, but yeah, if you was, that'd be hard.
2: All right, so, uh, yeah, Elijah Mitchell out eight weeks, and yeah. Damn. Damn. Najee Harris done with the foot, but he's saying he's going to play week two.
0: Double down. Stuff like this scares the shit yeah, out of me. Yeah. A guy that runs hard, putting his foot in the ground. Yeah. And already coming back from that, what the, they called it like a fake Liz Frank issue during the back end of the offseason. I'm scared of that shit. Yeah,
2: because we saw Joe Mixon try to battle that out and deal with it last season. You know what I mean? And then we saw Derrick Henry actually get shut down. I think Mixon was dealing with the previous season before, but either way, when it happened to Derrick Henry, they actually shut him down. So, yeah, it's something to watch, man. Najee, you know, his stock may go down over the next few weeks, but uh, we'll see. And then the last injury we have, wide receiver Chris Godwin, um, dealing with a hamstring. So
0: I told you, I, I was telling you that the whole time he was playing that they shouldn't have played him, bro. We, we talked about it. We both had – you made a good point on why they were playing them start-off hot but bro you you need these guys for your playoff run so you know risking it right now you, you know I think if you had a healthy Julio you know Julio don't really last full <laughs> season. seasons right. be okay with the Russell Gage Julio Evans stack and let Guy one get all the way healthy but it is what it is he was looking good until he did go out we'll see how long it takes him to
2: get back <sighs> alright I do want to shout out our Brodies of the year your Brody was? Hollywood, man. He gave 15 PPR
0: points. And he hit the end zone. And he hit the end zone.
2: I want to shout out DJ Avo's Brody. Who was your Brody again? I
0: ain't going to act like I Devonta Adams. Oh, Adams. He looked, he looked like vintage Adams, bro. Man, bro. went off. Okay, and so, he hit the now, end zone. so now it looked like he made Rodgers over the past few years because he literally was doing mm. the same exact thing with Derek Carr. Good point. And Aaron Rodgers couldn't do shit. <laughs> he needed that guy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and you know what? With that being said, either Lazard may be somewhat kind of the guy, or Rodgers is really in yeah, trouble.
0: He need Lazard, bro. Yeah. Or let Romeo play. He he made a couple splash plays. He looked that bad. You out you're out there trotting out Randall Cobb and Sammy. They already showed what they can do. I know Christian Watson dropped a touch a deep touchdown pass, but he did. you know what Randall Cobb and Sammy are. You might as well just play those young guys, bro, just to
2: see what they got. I mean, honestly. Yeah. And I still like Robert Tanya. He didn't really – he didn't even play – I don't think he played 50% of the snaps. No, he didn't. He's still
0: recovering all Yeah, so
2: just for him to get the little involvement he did with the 36% of snaps, something like that he played, that's that's promising. Um, but Hollywood hit the end zone. Adams hit the end zone. And my guy Gabe Davis hit the end zone. So I just want to shout out to all our Brodies, man. Doing Brody's. work. Doing work so far. All right. The last thing we're going to get into before we get into the flag on the play is the B-team player of the week, man. So, look, I'm excited.
0: All right, let's – uh.
2: Got the B-team hat on. I don't think we got a banner, but it's all don't good. don't got a banner? No, nah, we'll fix it. It's cool. Oh, so man, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll we, get it's to a that. road game. We didn't travel with it. Okay, on bet, road. All right, man, so look. <laughs> shout out to tight end Chris Myrick. Uh, so, he actually caught one pass for a touchdown. He only played 23% of the snaps, but mind you, the Giants beat Tennessee – 21 to 20. So his touchdown catch was crucial, helped him secure a dub. My type of shit, man. So shout out to you, Chris Myrick. Uh, He's a third year tight end for the New York Giants. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, You want me to hop in? Yeah, go ahead and get in. Hey,
1: man, I got to shout out to Greg Dorch. I got to shout you out. I hope it's saying your last name about Dorch. Dorch, hey, shout out to you, bro. Uh, You led Arizona in targets and receptions. And yards in your first week, man. So you've been three years in the league. Hopefully you get some shine for the rest of the season, man. Shout out to you. Let's go.
2: That's what's up.
0: I got one. Unless Vicky, how I many nah, you got? It. That was it. I only had one. Right, I, I want to get one. into Mr. Kyle Phillips, man. Um Let's he caught six passes in the opener, bro. Uh he paid 31 of the 65 snaps. And he honestly, bro, he he looked like the most important pass catcher in Tennessee, bro. Um Nothing really super standoutish as far as a play, but just him in general getting out there. We were wondering if it was going to be Trey line. He actually made a couple plays. It wasn't Robert Woods at all. It wasn't Alster Hooper at all. It was literally Kyle Phillips out there trotting and getting a lot of the necessary attention from Ryan Tannehill, man. So I think that was important.
2: And Ryan trusted him. The key moments where they needed to move the sticks or need a big possession, Kyle Phillips making the play.
0: They went to him.
2: So shout to Kyle, man, doing work. All right. Shout out um, to all the bro or at least all the B team. Yeah, all the B team weeks. players of the week. The we week all one. had one. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I didn't even know that. All right, we can transition. All right, man. Any flags on the play?
0: Avo said he got a flag.
1: <sighs>
0: I got a flag too.
1: I'm gonna let you go first. Let me find something else to throw. On. Okay.
0: okay. Uh, hopefully, we we'll got the same flag. Flag to. We can all talk about this. Everybody's been talking about it. But just flag to you paying all this money to a future Hall of Fame quarterback and you're choosing to kick a – like, you're agreeing in advance. All right, we just need to – we're okay to kick a 64-yard field goal. Like, that sound nuts in general. Like, even if you know you got – even if you got Justin Tucker, the plan with a Hall of Fame quarterback should be, hey, let's let's see if we can still make plays to scoot up some more. Like, we shouldn't just be a happy and comfortable settling for a 64-yard field goal. That fourth and five, all those weapons on the field – you only think Hamler got a catch, you got a guy with that kind of speed around all those other weapons that you got to pay attention to, they could have made a play. You, you put the ball in the hands of your Hall of Fame quarterback that you just paid. Um, so I want to flag on a play to the coaching staff, man.
1: For sure. Co- or
0: offense coordinator, just in general, making a play. And the defense coordinator, too. Nah, the coaching <laughs> staff, bro. They play so bad. Whoever
2: made that call ultimately lands on the head coach, but – the entire coaching staff they should have been rallying against the coach or either way yeah we should have
0: known they weren't gonna rally with how bad the defense played how non-aggressive they was the first half how they kept letting the offensive guys get penalties you need to you need to refocus your guys after so long bro but yeah man flag on the plate to the denver coaching staff it was just horrible this week a bad start for them
2: and this is a whole new regime
0: it's whole a new, new regime, regime.
1: Gotta, get, gotta put that faith in Russell. Got to give him the ball. Um, I got a flag on the plate for myself. Okay. Um, I was real disrespectful last week to the Seattle quarterback. His name is Geno Smith. He, he's serviceable. He's serviceable. So, my bad. That's all I got to say. My bad, man. He, if you got fantasy guys on that team, they put up some points. You know what I mean? They didn't do garbage like I thought they would. So, that's on me. They did garbage, bro. They. It, bro, garbage is how Aaron Rodgers played. So, <laughs> I, I can't say that they all did garbage. DK had like 10. So I'm just saying it, Rogers had four Or five Hey, I'm just saying They wrote me <laughs> off And I ain't right back <laughs>
0: Hey that's quote of the year bro Quote of the year So In, in ten weeks When they won in ten How how we, go, how we gonna come back And still give them his props
1: I don't know it Depends on how the fantasy players are doing. <laughs> I'm strictly Strictly from a fantasy standpoint I ain't say you should pick up Geno Smith But I'm saying if you got DK You might be alright
0: Vic, <laughs> if you had DK, how nervous would you be with seven catches for 34 yards? Be I honest. St- be honest.
2: Right now, it's one of those things where I only I'm only comfortable running DK in my flex, and okay. you just live with the outcome. At the end of the day, whoever's in your flex, I don't know who you're putting in your flex that has more upside than DK. So 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 I'd rather take a shot on a game breaker who only needs, again, like three to five opportunities. And he did have a nice catch in traffic. So Yeah, it was nice. Even though it was like four yards down the field. but It it looked like a tough six-yard catch, bro. did have a lot
1: of catches in traffic, okay?
0: It was was the toughest six-yard catch i ever seen in my life. It looked like some Edelman would have did back in the day. Yeah,
2: so, but, I mean, look, you still got to run DK, man. You like, do. I
1: passed over him in many drafts.
0: I, all I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to just tell people that they have to play DK. Okay. I'm not going to tell people that. it's depends on who you got. I had leagues where I started Jefferson, Tyreek, AJ, and I could have got DK in the fifth, and if I would have picked him up for upside, I wouldn't be playing him in my flex nowhere. So, like, it just depends on your guy. I mean, Vic said the realest thing, though. He would be the most upside flex player you can ever have. It's <laughs> true. But, but man, him with Gino, I don't care if he catching seven passes. If he's not, I literally lost. I lost somebody's money because I told him to bet the forty five, the over forty five yards. Oh, I figure shit, that's one play for DK. That's, yeah,
1: that's fair.
0: They lost money, bro. Thirty four yards. Check this out, though.
2: They are gonna figure it out because I actually was surprised to see Gino move that offense the way he did. I like, I like the scheme that they ran. A lot of play action, a lot of getting the tight ends involved. So We,
0: we talked about this early. After the bumps in the road and those, I think both of those touchdowns were busted plays. They didn't move the ball at all anymore. Denver just didn't score at all. They like didn't that. do anything to themselves. They gave the game away.
1: I won't deny that.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the, Wiz, the Will Disley looked like a busted play. Bo- both of those touchdowns were busted. I mean, you still got to give them credit for making the them. The
1: Parkinson
2: plays look more in rhythm, though.
0: Yeah, a little bit.
2: But, but either way, I still feel like their confidence is going to continue to rise. They're going to find ways to get Tyler Lockett, who's the captain, and DK, who's an explosive playmaker, to ball. At the end of the day, like, they're going to figure out how to get them the ball and let them create. Yeah, I'm I'm more on the side of once this
0: momentum win go away yeah. <laughs> week one, it's, I week it's think it's all downhill yeah. for Seattle, bro. Hey, I feel they, bad.
2: They just wanted to beat Russ. <laughs> they good now.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I ain't trying to shit on nobody, man. You know I love I love people that work their ass off and just to feel good story, man. I I'm 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 really being honest, but you know, I'm, I'm still rooting. I don't yeah. wanna see no downfall of Gino, but you know, if I had to put my money on those players every week I, I can't do it no
2: i got you i understand I you saying. won't ever
0: see me have none of them in dfs ever and we play head to head and that's how i wanted to <laughs> roll i wanted to do that bro unless you got a flag no, that was it well let's roll into what that i just dope. said man shout out to my guy vic man we started the season we ended the season last year i was six and three he was three and six. First week you see vic got that four in front now man he, he won he beat me by like seven eight points it's like 120 to 128.
2: Your defense took off though.
0: Yeah, bro. And you know I should have known better. He played the Jefferson Chase stack, and I didn't really stand a chance, man. So, um, yeah,
2: man. Shout out you to our guy. I mean, I, I I took a chance though. I wrote out Mr. Trubisky. So I was like, what's the cheapest QB I can play to get these guys in? I just kept scrolling. I was actually about to run. I think I was gonna run Mariota. That would have been nice. And then I think I was going for Jameis, but he's a little bit more pricey. And I saw Mitch down there for the 5K. I was like, oh, I bet.
0: I just want to give you a heads up now. I already start glancing at making my lineup this week. It's ugly for some reason, bro. Like the guys you want don't got good matchups. And then the way they adjusted these prices. Okay. It's going to be hard to make a good lineup, bro. I literally looked at it for like 20 minutes and couldn't come up with nothing. I just closed that. So that's just me giving you a heads up. I'm going to set my stuff, I'll send it to you tomorrow. And uh, we'll go from there, man. But, yeah, this is the daily fantasy me and Vic always do. Um, and we'll just do this every week. We bet $10, and we we'll just keep
2: it rolling. This is the all-time record. So, again, Dot is leading 6-4, six, six to four, and I'm down 4-6. So,
0: long season, man. All right. Well, uh, let's boogie, man. Before we get into the main topic, follow us, man. I am Dynasty Bro Dot on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the main Instagram page, Dynasty Bros FF. Follow the TikTok Dynasty Bros FF pod. Vic, where can the people follow you at?
2: Follow me at Chief Social FF Instagram, Twitter, Twitch. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast where you're listening, Dynasty Bros FF. And check out the uh, tree link. We got the rankings up. And, yeah, we probably had a We The Bros track. That way, you know. We got
0: to put the We The Bros track.
2: You know, if you ever want to stream that, you can. I know uh, when I'm setting my lineups, I'm, I'm listening to that. When I'm in the gym, I'm listening to it. So, uh, it goes hard, man. Shout out to y'all.
0: Because We The Bros. Hey. Ava, hey, work, we follow you at my podcast. Hey,
1: y'all follow me at Ava, love, man. I be talking my shit every night and then, yeah. You know I mean,
0: <laughs> <laughs> big facts. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to get into the main segment, and it is called
2: First, let's talk about the top performers real quick. Oh, then shit. we get into the slapper cap, but it's cool. Damn, I thought we was doing that, It's but we cool. Want the word. My bad. Going forward, we do it after the DFS, and then we, but it's cool though. We get back in rhythm. All right, bet. My bad. No, you good. You good.
0: Dang, we we got to do a banner for that too.
1: We out here. Looking like the Broncos, man. Come it's on. cool, though.
2: But we still got, you know, we, we still got time left. I wasn't ready. <laughs> hey, I just want to shout out, you know, at least the top performers at each position. You know, just that way people can know how we feel about these guys. and
0: I got something interesting to tell you after this, too.
2: Cool, cool. All right, All right let's jump into the QBs, man. Patrick Mahomes, he led the way, man. So we're going from a PPR standpoint. 33 fantasy points, man. 366 passing yards. Five TDs, man. No Tyreek, but that offense looks even better if you ask me because you don't know where the ball is going. Offense is way more fluid.
0: You don't got to force the ball, man. You just throw it to anybody he wants to, man, and it's hard. You can't stop that shit.
2: Yeah, I like it. And it even got Clyde going, bro. Clyde is even back involved in the passing game, bro.
0: And if they wasn't whooping ass, his numbers would have been even higher. Don't get fooled by the Pacheco game, man. They basically took Clyde out, and Pacheco got a lot of garbage time, bro. He wasn't getting nothing. Honestly, McKinnon was the next man up. Pacheco was the third guy on the back end of the ass whooping. So just remember
2: that. All right, so they ran it up on the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Let's move on to number two performer, Josh Allen. We got to see this treat Thursday night. Big Josh Allen, man. He's, He's fucking elite. It's official. He's elite, man. He,
0: he he needs to protect himself, though. I, I think that wow, I know he's a big body, but some of that wow running he's doing, I know it's good for fantasy, but he got to preserve himself. We want to see him play for a long time.
2: All right, let's talk about the number three performer, Carson Wentz, man. Look, he's efficient. He did his thing for the Washington Commanders, put up 27 fantasy points. He had 313 passing yards, four passing TDs, a lot of weapons. So, again, that's another team that ran three wide
0: receivers. He's a good quarterback. You just have to take his boneheaded moments. He's always going to throw interceptions and there was a stretch last week for the coats where he was like a top 12 quarterback for like five or six weeks straight i'm not even lying because i was running him in one of my big money uh redraft leagues so he's not a bad quarterback he has a ton of weapons that can do a lot of things so we'll see what happens throughout the year
2: all right jalen hurts man look when you go to philly it's the jalen Hurts and aj brown show and that's it hey jalen hurts had 16 carries over 90 yards he had a rushing td He threw 243 uh, passing yards. No TDs, but that's okay. Still put up 24 fantasy points.
0: If for the next five weeks, if you take the over on Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, both scoring a rushing touchdown. Week by week, you're probably going to win some big money.
2: <laughs> there you go. And then let's close out with the number five, QB performance, Justin Herbert. Look, 23 fantasy points, 279 passing yards, three passing TDs. Herbert, man, I just love watching Herbert throw the football.
0: Yeah, it makes it look easy, effortless, and he lost Keenan, and he still didn't miss a beat. So Yeah,
2: I do want to shout out our guy, Brownsburg. Brent, his guy, Jameis Winston, six spot, man. So that's where you're getting value, man. And they got the dub down in down in the a we eat these w's yeah man 269 uh passing yards two passing tds 21 fancy points that's solid man so uh yeah i just want to shout him out man that was his guy
1: so before we get too far i know we about to go into the main segment and since you just mentioned Jameis, i got some questions about tasting him okay so he's a tight end right yes but he's also a qb and If you put him in in your tight end slot and he happens to play QB, do you still get points? Yes. Yeah. That was just me being curious. I was like, huh. Me and Vic. I saw him on the waiver had, wire.
0: Me and Vic had one of those talks that could have been a mini segment earlier about Taysom Hill. Yeah.
1: Interesting.
2: We'll pull it up. We'll pull it up because he actually made the top five this week for the tight end. So we'll talk about it. Right. All right, number five. Or let's move into the running back room. Your guy Saquon Barkley. I know in dynasty I was gonna stay on this side of the table, but I do got some. Barkley and redraft, because I want to be better at redraft.
0: AVO, you remember <laughs> when we talked guys that could got the most upside of turning their ADP around, and I backs. was like, Saquon, if he has a bounce back season, can go right back into the top five dynasty. Yep. All it took was one week. <laughs> and everybody's like overly back in. But that's because you actually, you remember what he was. Like, yeah. I don't care how much you love some of these running backs, they still can't do the thing Saquon can do. He's only 25.
1: That's big facts right there.
2: So uh, shout out to Barkley, man, with the bounce back. Starting off strong, 32 fantasy points. Let's move into the number two running back performance. Jonathan Taylor, keep it home for them Coats, even though we tied with them Texans. But uh he put up twenty seven point five fantasy points. Big day on the ground, 161 rushing yards. Seemed like they kind of got him going a little bit late, late too, man. I don't know why they
0: wanted to they do that. They want to try to establish, you know, the passing game first because they were like, hey, new quarterback we did the running thing all last year, and then once they realized we're going to fucking lose if we don't stick to our guns, <laughs> you, you, I think they failed to realize that the run game opens up exactly. the pass game. Exactly. It's not the other way around.
2: And the run game tires out the defense. Yeah, it's just stupid. Alright, man, let's get into number three performance from the running back spot, DeAndre Swift. That's your guy as well. 26 fantasy points, 144 rushing yards, man. So he had a big day on the ground, man.
0: He does it while giving up the goal line to Jamal Williams. He missed, he missed out on two goal lines. He did. It's touchdowns because they're going to Jamal. But that doesn't scare me, man. His involvement is going to come off big plays. He's going to catch the ball. He's the number one guy but, you know, and, and honestly I think it keeps him a little healthy if you're not going to keep on banging him in that red zone. So it is what it is.
2: And shout out to Kareem Hunt with the number four performance. 23 fantasy points. Had a TD on the ground and in the air. He's the best red zone back in Cleveland. He does it all. He can run and catch. Hey, he's trying, to, he's trying to get a job somewhere next year. Nick Chubb is better than Kareem Hunt. I like I like Kareem Hunt in the red zone in terms of like because he's he, he's versatile. Like you don't know if he's gonna if they're gonna run or throw, but with Chubb, he's standing up back there, you know they're about to hand the ball. The off.
0: issue is what pisses me off is Chubb can catch. He caught a lot of passes in Georgia. It pisses me off. They just treat him like he's one dimensional. It's probably the best. Best running back in the NFL. He just, when he runs, bro, No, I can't name a bunch of running backs that just actually looks better than him, smarter than him, hits the hole well. He's,
2: yeah, yeah. He gives you JT vibes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Facts. Like he's, yeah, that type of runner. But I don't know why they don't use him that way as far as, like you know, how they use Kareem Hunt. Facts. All right. The number five performance from the running back spot Cordero Patterson. He started off hot last year. He's doing it again this year. 22 fancy points this year. 120 rushing yards on the ground caught some passes. So he had one rushing TD and I don't think he had a pass catching TD. Well, I want nope, to see didn't.
0: I want to see what would have happened if Damien would have stayed healthy because they, the first 3 runs of the game, two went to Damien. Then he got hurt. So, not saying that they would have been split in, but just hats off and I think I'm in redraft man. We we were all wrong because Cordell didn't do nothing but be a top 10 running back and receiver, you know, he had the combo split last year and we just wrote him off like it couldn't happen again.
2: Hey, let's jump over to the tight end because I, I want to end on a high note with the wide receivers, bro. All right, that's cool. All right, so Travis Kelsey, 26 fantasy points. He did his thing. Look, eight catches, 121 yards, one uh, reception for a touchdown.
0: He's he's the only one that technically really mattered because anybody else probably wasn't in your starting lineup.
2: Now look at the like the dip-off. O.J. Howard was the number two tight end this week, 17 fantasy points, but he did it on two catches, for touchdowns and thirty-eight yards, so, nobody started him. Yeah, for the Houston Texans, <coughs> I'm not trusting that situation. Uh, let's keep it pushing. Taysom Hill, fifteen fantasy points. Uh, so he actually, uh, he, did he have? He had a touchdown. Yeah, he did have a in touchdown. Error on the ground. On he the ground, he in. ran it yeah. in. But he
0: okay. So our conversation earlier was Vic was like, I think I want to play keep away, and I'm like, but why? Um, you more you do more value with uh Jarek McKinnon. He was next man up. And if anything happened to Clyde, I know you want the number one running back in Kansas City who proved that he can do it in big games because he was doing it in the playoffs. They loved him. Taysom I t- and this is what I told him, Hey, well this is the realest shit. Not just I said, I don't think you want to play keep away because when are you really gonna wanna play him? This is more limited. He ran the ball like four times. He's never gonna get real targeted with all those offensive wide receivers there. I think you want to leave him out there and let somebody else pick them up and play him because you wanna be out you don't want to have him on your team and you feel like you can run him and he gives you a zero because he did nothing. He, <laughs> he has that kind of floor of a zero for zero type of game.
2: That's right. real. And that's a team where I got it. Andrews, Ertz, and Hunter Henry. So I'm not even gonna need play him. Yeah. All right, man. Um let's move on to the number four performance, Gerald Everett. Uh 14 fantasy points. He actually had three catches, fifty-four yards and a touchdown. That's a nice streaming option. If I have to play the streaming game, yeah, especially he should be at the, the top of your list.
0: Especially for the next few weeks because you won't have you no know, Keenan Allen. Um, he might be out for some good time.
2: All right. then a the number five performance who knocked my guy out, Dalton Schultz, who finished at number six. But the number five performance, Will Disley, 13 fancy points, three catches, 43 yards on a busted play. Busted play, bro. But we'll take it, though. He's yeah. Still at the end zone. And Need I'm sure him. a lot of uh, DFS – players was uh happy about that best ball players <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right back to the wide receivers man we want to end on a high note justin jefferson my dynasty wide receiver number one number one your dynasty wide receiver number one yeah justin jefferson man so nine catches 184 yards two touchdowns that'll give you 39 fantasy points <laughs> stud man super stud nothing else to say all right cooper cup Number two performance, he had 31 fantasy points, 13 catches, man. So, the volume's there, (laughs) 128 yards and one touchdown. Like, you know the ball's going to cup. He's going to toe tap his feet in back of the end zone. He's going to get four feet in. That's because he's showing out. He's nice, man. Nuts. All right, another stud. All right, DJ Abel's Brody. Devontae Adams, 30-point performance, 10 catches, 141 yards, and a touchdown. So, 15 targets. So, uh... Yeah I mean it's good to see Like Devontae Is that dude Nuts <laughs> Number four The acrobat Jamar Chase 28 fantasy points 10 catches 129 yards And a touchdown Nuts <laughs> I know man I just You gotta have red zone At the end of the day <laughs> Otherwise yeah. you're gonna miss out Number five performance Keep at home Michael Pittman 27 fantasy points 9 catches 121 yards And a touchdown It's good to see him Be physical man So he's a bigger body But he'll he'll fight And get in the end zone Nuts Nuts All right, man.
0: Two more guys I just want to talk about because we talked about Adams and guys that, you know, left teams, got new quarterbacks, got new situations. A.J. Brown and Tyreek both look good in their new spots too, along with Adams. So, shout out to both of them. This is what I wanted to tell you. This is what I noticed. You know, in redraft, we've kind of been sticking to the, you know, running backs are so important because they thin out. Everybody you name – was like the top five, six, seven receivers. Like, look at everybody, like, in a row. Like, the first – the top ten receivers on the week are probably, like, the first 12, like, or within the first 12 taken. Because A.J. Brown is at the is at the top of that list. Stefan Diggs is somewhere at the top of that list. Yeah. Yeah, like, you, you couldn't – you didn't miss if you took one of those t- uh, wide receivers early, basically.
2: That's why I go wide receivers and get my yeah. RBs in the second or third. Got to be. All right, man, now let's get to the main topic. All
0: right, yeah, the main cop we're gonna get into this. And it is Slapper Cap. So Slapper Cap is a. Uh, this is where we come to just go over week one and decide if some of these performances were slap. That means we see it happening for the rest of the season. Believe in it, whether you want to go buy in on this player if you can, or if you wanna sell high, because sometimes I don't care how much you love the value of something, if it's too high. You can go 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 cash in on it, or was the week one performance cap, and it's like, nah, this won't happen again. Or even if it happens right now for another Come week, by the end God. of the season, you'll see a turnaround. Come so we man. like slap our cap. So I said slap our cap, <laughs> slap our cap. So that's what we're gonna do, man. Um, so I'm excited about it. I got three players. Vic got three players. Maybe we throw some players out there on the fly. Cool, cool, bro. All right, I'm gonna let you leave, bro. Cause I just did a lot of talking for no reason.
2: I got to go with guys who I'm high on, man, coming into the season, but off to a slow start. So Devonta Smith, wide receiver for the Eagles. Only saw four targets, no catches. He's out there for 96% of the snaps. Is this what we're going to see for the rest of the season? I'm going to say this is a slap. It's the AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts show. Cause Jalen wants to have 10 plus carries. And he wants to force feed A.J. Brown 15 targets.
0: Sad, man. So
2: if that's going to be the case, Devonta definitely has to capitalize on his opportunities, which isn't a lot. So given that, man, I love some Devonta Smith, but it's the A.J. Brown show.
0: And as perfect as I want to tell y'all off pure talent to go by him, I don't know if it's going to be a this year thing, man. Right. It looked like hurts and... And and uh, AJ Brown are best friends, and this system doesn't allow for just a ton of targets anyway. They still want to try to establish the run, and Jalen is going to run. You're going to have two, three running backs back there that want to run, and I think all the tar- all the guys are just going to be. Goddard might be okay because we don't expect tight ends to get ten targets and be doing all of this. We can we can deal with limited you know catches with tight ends, but you know four three, four catches for Devonta on good weeks isn't going to be a good thing for your fantasy team. So, I'm nervous, bro.
2: Yeah, man. It's, it's looking like it's slapping right now, and it's, it's upsetting for me because Devonta, he's a hell of a talent, hell of a wide receiver. He Marvin Harrison-type vibes that can just get open and score, but it's the system. But, you know, it is what it is, man. So, Trying to put my bias to the side (laughs) because, you you know, I like Devon Smith, but I know, man, he's super talented. He's on my bench right now. And, you know, uh, unless there's an injury that comes to the wide receiver room.
0: That moves
2: moves him up to number one to AJ. yeah. And even when that was the case, it still was kind of hit or miss. So true. that. So it's like, what can we really uh, look forward to? All right, man, who you got for us?
0: alright man let's get into the 25 year old wide receiver first one taken in free agency got the bag kind of fucked it up for everybody else cause huh. now fucked up for every team cause all these receivers was like look Christian Kirk just got a bag you gotta pay me Christian Kirk <laughs> wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars man who would've known that he'd be out there getting 12 targets and he broke for 100, over 100 yards this week man but We all kind of said that there's going to be a team that's going to be down. They're going to have to pass the ball. Maybe Trevor take the next step forward. Christian got the bag. He was going to be the number one guy. 12 targets. Only caught six of them. So everything probably not gravy coming from Trevor Lawrence. But the reason we love him in PPR is because we knew he's just going to get the opportunity. And it's going to happen all year. So I'm going to say slap on Christian Kirk's, you know, I don't, I don't I don't I'm not seeing him as a top 12 wide receiver at all but he's gonna be a solid wide receiver too every single week man he's gonna he's gonna Robert woods himself to like that type of season where it just got <laughs> so many targets yeah so many catches he's probably not gonna catch a lot of touchdowns but you know any guy that can flirt with you know almost a 100 catches which i think he will just off pure necessity yeah he's just gonna keep on throwing him the ball like so um i i, I I hate to say, Christian Kirk is going to have a good season he's in that slap, offense, bro. man.
2: Yeah. He, you know, he's paying dividends for them. Yeah, true. You know, he, you know, reset the market, but it's paying off, so.
0: Now, I will say, I say somewhere on midseason, if they're sucking, I would sell high because I do see a row where they draft a good receiver next year with a high, with high draft capital. You know, to keep on helping out Trevor, because I don't I, – I don't think Christian, Christian is your typical number one receiver, but out yeah. of necessity, he's their number one receiver.
2: Kind of feel like a Hollywood Brown type situation. And then they yeah. brought in a Bateman, yeah. like a more prototypical size wide receiver. Something like that, yeah. yeah and plus they can't keep running the uh, Jones Brothers. Like they got eventually oh my God. that offense look. They got a nice core with Trevor. ET. James and, Robinson looked James good. Robinson, good. He's young. ET. Yeah, and, and then, Christian's
0: 25, so he's yeah. not old. But him being your solid number two, that would be nice. And
2: if Ingram can stay on the field, he's he's looking good in that offense. Athletic tight end. So, yeah, I like the call. All right, bros, let's uh, go back to Denver, man. Another wide receiver, Jerry Judy. So, last night he went four for seven. So, he had four catches on seven targets. 102 yards and a touchdown. Look, if Russ is going to throw the ball 40 times and put up over 300 passing yards – and the league is transitioning to a to a three wide receiver set. He he reminds me of Godwin. You know what I'm saying? Like a guy that can just do work over the middle. Yeah. And you know, of course, they got Sutton, who's like the Evans. Of course, I'm not saying Sutton is uh Evans. Nah, that they, they they're
0: they're similar in, in arc and build.
2: And then you got the hammer who just stretches the field. So if you got Judy's gonna do work over the middle got to be in on that. And I know I moved off of Judy. Most of my moving off of Judy was more so in the Drew Locke era. But, yeah. I, but I still did sell high. But on now my, he got you know, a Hall of famer. pieces, Yeah, but he does have a Hall of Famer now. But Jerry Judy, I'm calling him a slap, man. It's, it's legit. I mean, you got Russell Wilson, man, and over the middle. So, uh, yeah.
0: And I know you ain't all the way in on this because Sutton had injury concerns, too. But I think... I second your slap, but I think both of them are slap. I think there's a world where both of them are top 24 receivers by the end of the season just because they're going to figure that thing out. And Russ, we've seen him inter- have almost have two top 15 receivers in uh, Lockett and DK. And I think Sutton and Judy are like, just all pure talent. If you take away stats from the past few years, pure talent, they're just that good. So... Um, I'm going to say slap, and I support your slap,
2: brother. All right. I actually do want to see Judy clean up the drops. I know it's part of the game, but his are, like, like noticeably, like, concentration drops. You know what I mean? Like, Facts. So I want to see him clean those up, but, hey, he's still young, so could can definitely turn around. Christian Kirk is a slap, too, by the way, in case I didn't plant my flag there. So we got all slaps right now.
0: All right. We got all slaps right now. So I'm going to go get a cap. Okay. I got a cap right now. Avo, you hear me?
2: Let's go. Shout out to uh, Avo. I was just listening, listening to this real. in the gym today, he's like real. randomly. All
0: right. Let's talk. <laughs> that let's talk let's the talk guy who got the bag this offseason, the wide receiver, too, and one of the best offenses in the league, man. Let's go down to LA for the Chargers and talk about Mr. Mike Williams, man. Mm. Yeah. It was a weird week one, bro. He only he had four targets, but he only had two catches for 10 yards. Two catches for ten. We're used to seeing them catch fifty-yard bombs, jumping up in the air, falling on the ground in the end zone. We didn't see none of that this week. And Keenan Allen then went out, and they were in good game script. And, and And Herbert actually looked good. He looked like he was in midseason form, and it just seemed like he was going to everybody but Mike Williams. So, um, going forward, Keenan Allen got banged up. I think Mike Williams will be the number one guy for the next few weeks going forward. And I think you'll see those big boom games too, man, because it's going to be so necessary. I'm going to say this week was a cap, and just going forward, it's a cap, man. I loved Mike Williams going into this season. He's uh, still on the younger side. He at least has three more years with Herbert. He's going to ride out Herbert's whole rookie contract with him, and I think he's going to be able to be the wide receiver two or slash wide receiver one. depends on what Keenan does going forward, so... I'm going to ride out and say this was cap because there's no way that Mike Williams is going to keep on having two catches for 10 yards. That's, that, that. Those two catches for 10 yards don't even make sense. So
2: Okay. I'm not really a Mike Williams guy, but I know he had a he was top 12 last year, right? Yes, or sir. Okay. So yeah, he's tied to Herbert and Keenan, you know, he's shown he can be in and out the lineup. So it makes sense, man. So
0: you gonna I'm, call you gonna call that cap by yeah, necessity? Yeah, yeah, I'm
2: gonna call it cap just by you know, just off logic. Default by <laughs> default.
0: Vic, Vic gave a bogus ass cap, man. This is just bogus as hell. Yeah,
2: he I'm not a Mike Williams guy, but I'm but I'm trying to you, you put can, my biases to a side. How though. about this?
0: You cannot be a fan of somebody but say, all right, he's still gonna produce stuff. Yeah. There's guys out there that for some reason I, I can't shake it. I don't like. I don't want them on my team. I watched them produce. I still don't want them on my team.
2: Yeah, and maybe I would have called it a slap if I saw Josh Josh Palmer go- going more. But then you also got DeAndre Carter getting involved. But that just seems so random. So, to me, uh, Mike Williams is, is still the guy. True. And Raiders true. are tough, man. They so, are. Th- that they was are. a division game. That's tough. <laughs> All right, man, I got another guy for you guys. Let's go back to Baltimore, Devin DuVernay. He actually had four catches. <laughs> on four targets and two touchdowns he only played half the snaps put up 21 fantasy points Sheet. he's also involved in the special teams game so you're gonna see him returning kicks she capper slap
1: <laughs> all right Ah. Uh, call me crazy man call uh, me crazy
0: i'm uh, calling you crazy man
2: he gave me gabe davis vibes going back to the last season when the guy wasn't really on the field as much but he just took advantage of his opportunities i'm going to say it slaps here's why Lamar Jackson wants to get paid If he wants to get paid How he wants to get paid He wants a fully guaranteed contract He got to hang around that pocket a little bit more So in order for you to do that That means you got to throw more passes So Bateman's going to see attention from the top corner Mark Andrews is You know he's a stud I do think Duvernay's going to be involved bro (laughs) And Baltimore do throw Last year they were uh, top 10 In pass attempts So I'm going to now, here's where I'm struggling. Do I lock Duvernay in as a wide receiver three, meaning he finishes in the top 36, or wide receiver four, top 48? I give you four, man. Wide receiver four? Okay.
0: A top in four.
2: Yeah, a top in four, yeah, four, meaning he could sink the to the top 36. So, let's lock him in as a high wide receiver four, yeah. but, but that's valuable. I'll take that, though.
0: He's a, I I think he might be a solid wide receiver three overall ranking best ball style. Okay. I think he's going to have a lot of... Mike Williams games, like where he blows up then he don't do nothing, because also with the grand scheme of things, Lamar didn't have to throw a lot this week, whooping up on the Jets, and the guys that we do think are the wide receivers like the top options didn't do a lot in Andrews and Bateman so, um, we'll see what happens man when we get in the floor of things, having to throw a little bit more and being able to refocus on his top guys we'll see what goes, I'm just for right now gonna call it cap, just because if, if if he's going to be that involved And he's going to like be an important Target guy Then that's going to mean something bad for somebody else And it could be I don't think it's Andrews But it could be Bateman And maybe Bateman doesn't take the big leap like we thought Because he really didn't do too much either this week So we'll
2: see And, and I think I'm leaning towards this Because I'm in redraft mode And Duvernay's out there on waivers So nah, 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 th- nah. Th- th- this is a moment where literally though I know we're talking dynasty but redraft-wise, you could literally put in a claim and get you some Duvernay yeah. and potentially can help you out, even in the flex spot. But, so. but
0: this might be a good Dynasty move, too, because if he is important, if he – you know, he's – honestly, he's yeah. more of a deep threat than me, yeah. which, you know, Hollywood yeah. left. So he's more of the deep threat kind of guy over Bateman, well, in, my, in my opinion. And, and Dynasty, we talked about this earlier, bro, was taken in the third round, so he has the draft capital. Yeah. You feel me? So yeah. maybe it's his time.
2: So I'm here to reset the – Wide receiver market from a fantasy football standpoint, and I'm here to make wide receiver threes and wide receiver fours cool. Okay, because sometimes you need guys like that in your flex to win some shit. And best ball is a whole other thing. So if you got right. in best ball, you good. All right, and let's get into our B team player of the week, <laughs> Devin. Doing it, the- <laughs> nah, uh, nah. He actually, well, yeah.
0: I know, nah. He didn't already did it before. He done made big plays. Let's get into one more guy, man. This is funny. I didn't tell Vic. I told Vic some guys, and then as I dug deep into who I wanted to talk about. This is what I want to talk about. We talked about him earlier, too. Mr. Cordero Patterson.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh.
2: Bro, I never thought we'd do a pod on DuVernay and Cordero, yeah, but they ballin'. Yeah, Cordero. They All right. Ballin'. So,
0: hear me out. Bro, he just does everything that Atlanta needs of him. Honestly, bro. Not even being funny. And this is what I want to say. I think for this season... What he did week one, <laughs> it's gonna be slap again, bro. But here's here's the dynasty bro dot thinking though. I do think he's gonna be Mister Necessary for them, and I do think there's a world where now Damien is out. I think Tyler Algier is gonna have to get some play if Damien can't see it, and maybe Algier does something to show like some promise or something or anything. And there are so many running backs coming out next year. I think Cordell's 32 now. There's no way that they see him as the guy for the future for some years to come. So maybe it's a thing where like they start moving on to their younger guys by the end of the year, rolling into next year. So I do think it's slap for this year. And me thinking it's slap means you need to do your due diligence to go to your trade block. Put them on there. See what you can get for them. Go to a winning team team. Take a nice second round pick for him because the the draft next year rolls deep into the second round. Take any piece you can get because if if you get to the point where you're winning your championship, keep them. If it looks like you're getting into the playoffs, you can use them for a run. But if you have, if you're that team that you're not in the running, you need to get rid of them because it's slap for this year. So I believe everything he did. And he's going to be necessary. and He's going to ball out, and I think playing with Mariota makes him a little bit better too, running quarterback. So, how do you feel about me calling Cordell Patterson a slap for this year, but trade him? Because if if you're if you're not in a running to win a championship, you really need to get him off your team.
2: I'm a little salty right now because uh, I have a team where I'm competing. I literally lost in the title game, and I flipped Cordero in the off season, and I should have uh, I should have held on. And I think I did get a pick, but now I can use some running back help. Cause on that team, I actually have uh, I have Gibson and Kamara, which is nice. I think I have Michael Carter, which I'm actually about to start running. Hey, yeah. can we just talk about him real quick on the
1: fly?
0: Everybody, everybody put him under, put him the night night once they got Brees Hall.
1: Capper slap, man. Come on, dad I pretty much asked you the same question. <laughs> I made a phone call yesterday, just to pretty much asked this same question. Oh, about the same guy? I was like, Yeah, yeah Michael Carter just balled out, bro. Junior. Yeah, so is he the starter?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I told him that I do think by mid season, once Brees Hall gets acclimated and gets a little bit more comfortable with the offense and calms down a little bit. Okay. I think right now he's having rookie fever. You could tell by how antsy he looks on the field. He looked so patient and dominant and explosive in college bro and now he looks like he's still trying to figure it out Like okay. he he's like he's trying to figure out how to play in the nfl instead of just letting it come to him bro he's a natural football player i do think michael carter is good but i don't think he's nowhere near a runner as Brees is so there's no reason for him to be having more carries than Brees. So I think there's a world where Michael Carter still be a good three down back, and maybe both these guys so talented that they can you know can bounce up off each other. But he was getting he caught he was getting so many targets. I think that's a Joe Flack.
2: Even when no, Zach, that's a, that's a, that's that Jets yeah. offense. They're a check down offense. No,
0: they're a check down offense when the other quarterbacks play. Not with Zach. Zach doesn't check down. Flacco's been a check down artist since Baltimore. That's the issue. I think when Zach Wilson comes back, it turns more into Brees' show. Because they're not going to dink and dunk to Michael Carter. And you've seen that last year, too, when Zach Wilson was there. All that, you know, Michael Carter was getting his shit off running. And if this is going to turn into who's the who got the better rushing chops, I think that'll be Brees by the end of the season.
2: So, my mind's going everywhere, so I'm going to just run through all the thoughts. I think the Colts think Naeem Himes is what Michael Carter is. I wish we had Michael Carter instead of Naeem Himes. Because he, he can run the ball, he can yeah, catch.
0: he runs better than not. Na- Nahin should not run the ball. He's yeah. not a good runner so, at all. So,
2: that's – so, I'm going to, you know, start it from there. And then I do think Michael Carter's a good enough player to where he's going to force the issue with being involved. So, he does have a lot of PPR uh, PPR upside. So, for the people who like running the Nahin Himes, nah, give me the Michael Carter week-to-week. Week. I'll just trust that because he'll fall into 15, 20-plus points. All right. Next thing you mentioned, Joe Flacco. Okay, he's a check down guy. Okay, this is a good opportunity for us to over the couple next couple of weeks until Zach come back, maybe buy low on Garrett Wilson. I even saw Garrett Wilson out on waivers in a redraft league, so I put in the claim. Hopefully I get him. But, yeah, I'm using this opportunity to go get Garrett. He looked good. So, um, yeah, man, but I'm, I'm going to say it's, it's slap for Michael Carter, only because, again, I do think he's talented enough to always stay involved. And you don't know what they're going to do when he's on the field. He can run. He's sneaky in between the tackles. I like that when he was coming out of college. That's one thing I noticed for his size. I know he's like 5'8", 200 pounds, five, but he was always sneaky in between the tackles.
0: Yeah, I'm going to just trust the what I've seen from both of them at the biggest stages. I know Brees just got to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Michael Carter can't hold his water in real life, to be but, honest. But the
2: bro. Jets always keep multiple running backs involved, too, though.
1: Come on now, dog. Come on Can't man. hold his water?
0: And bro, if you back in college, bro, no. Hell no. Oh,
1: I mean, fair enough, but we in the big leagues now. Yeah, yeah. Know?
0: Brees just got there. I said, I said, bro. He gonna I said learn. he's going to get there. I
1: believe he is going to learn. Yeah,
0: if we going off just pure talent, like if you, both of them, after a year of figuring it out, I, I got to put my money on Brees. Here's the thing, and with that last comment you just said, Vic, hell yeah, they keep a lot of running backs involved. Have you seen the running backs they done had over the past five, six years? You gotta keep multiples involved. They haven't had a number one guy. Michael Carter's not even a number one yeah. guy.
2: They, they had Bilal Powell balling. <laughs> Who else?
0: We bragging on that?
2: No, I'm just saying. I'm trying to think back no, to, the, to the multiple running backs. Bunch back of there, nobodies.
0: Right? Bunch of nobodies, bro. And now they they took Brees they, they said they would have scooted up, took him in the first, but he ended up falling to the second. Brees is every bit of any of these other running backs you like. He has swift talent. That's how talented he is. Michael Carter doesn't have swift upside to me.
2: Okay. Any other guys on the fly?
0: Avo, hey, you got any guys you want us to talk about?
1: Should I not fuck with George Kittle no more?
0: <laughs> Trade him. As soon as he have a big game. I'm tired of his injured ass, bro. <laughs> tired of that motherfucker ain't stay on the field bro he gotta
1: be so mad you gotta be so how the right fuck
0: now. you be good all off season all preseason and a week before you fuck yourself up in practice just make me mad yeah that shit that's, that gotta be a headache to deal with bro that's why yeah, I, got like swear, I, I, him, I got rid of them everywhere everywhere I had them, I got rid of them. that shit's annoying and that's it call commit um, that shit is cap, bro. That whole I throw that whole game away, bro. I think Treylands Lance and Fields got better days. Cole, Komet, Mooney didn't get involved. I think playing in that goddamn river that they was in. I think and and honest, yeah, bro. Just every that whole that whole game, I start I'll reset what I judge by these players week two.
2: Okay. And one last thing, I want to end on. Seeing a lot of injuries. Think we're going to see the preseason shift a little bit because a lot of guys s- sat out and didn't play
0: we talked uh, I, about that yeah, earlier i think you got to
2: get your guys some reps that way they can just get acclimated a little bit and shake some cobwebs off the rolling out into week one <clears throat> code i don't think that's gonna get it done and i think the nfl is positioning teams to actually play in the preseason because think about it week one a lot of a lot of divisional matchups yeah. so off top people are already jeopardizing their Star-all divisional high. wins and we got the big primetime game, so now you already jeopardize the home field advantage. So um I think the NFLs is gonna to to, like continue to like put the big key matchups early on. Mm-hmm. That way teams can roll their guys on the preseason. Cause at the end of the day, that's another revenue stream for them yeah. preseason wise. So.
0: And you seen it yesterday. It looked like Russell Wilson was having a hard time clicking with his offense. You feel me? Yeah. Um, Ava, if you can name two a couple of the top quarterbacks in NFL, give me them.
1: Come on, man. Russell off top. Okay, after Russell, uh, Aaron (coughs) Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. I I hate him right now. Okay, um, Derek
0: Carr. Uh, Bro, you can't think of the the elite ones, the elite ones, not the good ones, the elite ones, the ones you want to start your franchise with. Okay, uh, Pat, Patrick, Josh Josh Allen, 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 Herbert. Herbert. Okay, look, my bad. Your first, nah, your first two guys you named was Russell Wilson, and you name Aaron Rodgers. Did either of those guys play in the the, uh, preseason?
1: Actually, I don't know. I'm going to be real. I don't
2: think so.
0: Okay. Two guys that didn't play in the preseason, right? You see how rough they both look? And Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. He was just leaving practice and shit. Okay. you know who did play in the preseason? Let me know. Josh Allen, Pat, Herbert. the, The elite guys played in the preseason. What the fuck they playing for? They still got their same coaches. and They still got their same players around them That's for right. the most part. Shaking the cobwebs. Yeah, you got to shake that off. You don't want to go into week one trying to figure out how real life is, bro, how how real game speed is with these guys you never play with.
1: That makes
2: sense? I got to look back at the uh, Jamal Adams situation. I know I'm talking defense, but he's done for the season. I don't know if he played in the preseason, though.
0: Uh, I don't even know. He okay. he's a veteran, so I don't know if he did. But yeah, bro, I, I do think you need to get even if it's a, a possession, one or two. Like, right. get, bro, shake practice is not padding up with a team trying to take you out. It's completely different. So I
1: agree. Yeah, I agree. That's
2: fire, bro. It's not Allen Iverson,
1: you know what I'm saying? Practice, practice. Pra- Iverson
0: didn't need no damn practice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's boogie. Uh, Avo, you ready? Let's get into this closing this is the say something good to the people this is where we come to um, bring some good news uh, share some light on something going on spread the word, some positivity all all good energy man, that's what we're here for so um, that's what we're going to do in this closing um, I am going to throw it on the table to see who wants to go first or you want to do this song on the closing Avo, this sounds very aggressive man
1: Ask for a certain artist, so okay. I got I'll what I got from that artist. You know? I can go take a different one. no, no. you good. Trying. I think this one's gonna sound a little different. There we go. Yeah, got a little different okay. vibes too.
0: This is my song too. This is the first song I've ever. Well, you want me just to go since we're here. Yeah, yeah start. There. Uh, yeah. I'll start. I'll start here by saying, man, black people, we got to do better, man. We we are finding excuses on why we get to take each other's lives, like make it make sense like that man got on jewelry so yeah they want to kill you like logically it's still not a good enough reason to go take another man's life bro so we just gotta do better with that man just, just that's very ignorant man RIP to PNB Rock family um, prayers sending healing energy all of that man because that's nuts bro I st- try to. St- I stay off social media. Don't nobody want to see that shit. Don't yeah, nobody want to hear that man. We gotta and, posting that, bro. and yeah, and and say, a, I'm literally. I've already did it once, but before I go to bed, I'm going to literally say a real prayer, not just speaking into the air and say a real prayer. Don't know him at all. Listen to his music. Going to say a real prayer for his family. So I want to start there, and I was going to leave there, but I also want to leave by saying, hey, happy birthday to Mom Dukes. It was Sunday. We um, got the link. And happy birthday to little Ivo, too. His birthday. That's my dog. And uh, Tank's birthday was Sunday, too.
1: Oh, man. Birthday's is always
0: Yeah, so, um, but yeah, man, I got to hang with my family, man, and it was beautiful. We went to the escape room. We didn't get out. <laughs> so damn ignorant. Um, but yeah, man, just make sure, and this just made me realize that Got to keep that family connection. The little the little ones of us that's left, my mom was even like, we should do something once a month. I'm talking to my cousins like, yeah, let's get the kids together. So make sure you stay connected, man. Love love on the people that love on you. Spread good and positive energy into the world, and let's just do better. That's what I want to end on. All
2: right. I'll go. Uh, sure. This past weekend, man, I got to watch football. My father-in-law and my dad, and we were just hanging out eating our chipotle drinking beer something Ch- real simple man chorizo nah i have it in there <laughs> but uh bro just uh putting them on red zone man like my dad was like man let's just watch the coach game I'm like dad i'm gonna put you on man so I put them on red zone now they both hooked hey. man and you know you know they, they older gentlemen man so they they, they they like to talk man and of course i'm catching my naps and i wake up they still talk i'm like yeah damn i'm still going <laughs> like but it's cool, man, like just watching um, my dad and my father-in-law, um, you know, bond and spend some time. And, you know, I'm there, so it's cool. You know what I'm saying? And I'm actually looking forward to uh, have my family over my spot. That way we can watch some more football this weekend, man. So I'm actually going to send an invite out to the fam. Yeah, fire. It,
0: I'm not going over Vic House because he got a big-ass dog. <laughs> also, Louie can't come to my house either because he a big-ass dog. <laughs> He's cool, though. Shout out to Louis. I can't tell. Hey, I'll be on the phone with Vic sometimes. That nigga be going ham. i be like, bro, what's going on? He'll be like, oh, neighbor just walked past the window. I'll be like, man, what? <laughs> <laughs> Was they fucking with him? was <laughs> like, territorial, man. Was they taunting Louie or anything? Like, no, nah, they just walked nah, by. They, just, they, just they didn't even look over here. They just walked by. Yeah, I ain't fucking with Louie. It's cool, man. man.
2: Louie's cool. But, uh, yeah, man, so I'm looking forward to just spending more time with family. So, you know, like what your mom said, the fam said, put that time in, man. Even if it's as simple as Football Sunday, just invite them over, chill. It can be something as easy as that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking forward to this weekend. How about you, Avo?
1: Man, I had a dope. Dope weekend, man. I um did a baby dedication, man. So when you past as your best friend, it, you can work things like that out. So we did a little celebration, a little birthday party type situation, and it was real dope. Um, got to see a lot of family. Got to see a niece I haven't seen in so many years, man. She's 16 now. And I, last time I she? saw her, I swear she was like seven or something. I was like, Yo, you 16? And she an athlete I was just excited to see her So shout out to Talasia That's what's up um, You know I got a lot of nieces and nephews So I was real excited about that But I just really enjoyed that time with my family To the point to where I was like Man, I might have to have people over for my birthday And I'm not really that type of person But I might have to have a little something for my birthday And have everybody just come chill at the crib man. Friendsgiving Just a little Friendsgiving type of situation Since my birthday's in November So yeah, I'm excited about that too So I just encourage everybody, man Get, get out of your comfort zone there's, there's a lot of times there's some good things out there, man. Get out of that zone and get into that other zone. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Big facts.
0: All right, man. Hey, Ivo Transition to that We The Bros one time on the way out. You know what the fuck going on. Title track, outro track. Hey, week one's in the books. While we listening to this track, Vic, do you have any advice for the listeners rolling in the week two.
2: Work your waivers, man. Work your waivers. Uh, this is this is the most critical point. So people who went off this week, go get them.
0: All right. That's his. Mine is set at the top of the show. Do not panic. Pay attention to your roster. Make sure you're playing the right guys going forward. Don't drop any guys for no reason. We, we won't know what the real story is for a couple more weeks, man. So don't panic and do anything stupid. Um, Avo, do you have any advice?
1: My advice is <laughs> don't talk shit to your wife when her team is better than yours.
0: <laughs> and don't talk sh- don't prematurely talk shit. You
1: should probably wait till like week like four or five or something. I had, to give yourself some time. Bro,
0: I had somebody put the eyes in the group chat and text me at like three. It was like <laughs> the first games wasn't even over. I had like seven players left to play. He was like <laughs> Eyes emoji. I'm like, so after I won, I wrote in the chat, bro, what was the eyes for? Like and now I just had to name my team, his team senior.
2: Hey, oh man. Tell him what I did.
0: Vic, Vic I told Vic the story about bro. I'm gonna beat his ass, but he put the eyes soon as soon as all the games was over, dude lost, right? So clearly he still had the eyes in the chat. Vic lost, and he put the eyes in the chat. <laughs>
2: And i tagged the dude yeah I, I,
0: it. I guess i guess niggas is putting eyes in the chat after they take an L. that's the yeah, thing now i guess i
2: guess like that, man. so i got my eyes in
0: and now my new team is ball like a king senior man <laughs> that's what's up man so shout out to ball like a king junior you had a good week one baby come see me again hey and the funniest part is first quarter the funniest part of this league is I got his number one pick. So, I texted him and said, yo, road to no wins, nigga. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it started with me, motherfucker. <laughs> that's what's up. Hey, shout out to Kudo. That's the homie.
0: Yeah, that's the homie, man. All right, man. I hey, hey we the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. We're going to let... It's right now, too. It's perfect, too. Facts. We're going to let this ride, and then we're going to end
1: it.